Wrestling Guys store for all your wrestling merchandise needs. We have action figures, we have t-shirts, we have the ceiling of fame. You gotta see it for yourself. Come down here. Memphis Wrestling is back! Featuring Alan Steele, Derek King, The Posse, Superstar Bill Dundee, King Cobra, and more. Championship Wrestling from Memphis! Welcome everyone to part two of the episode 38 Circle Debate Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, part one. We want to go ahead and thank uh, our brother from another mother, and that is Kofi Wiesta for joining us in part one with Dirty Hills Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to their channel. It'll be right in the description. We'll be right below in part one and part two. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters. That's right. Make sure you check out Dirty Hills Podcast. They, have, they provide the best wrestling content for you as well as we all do, the Vettel Podcast in the pro wrestling world. And also, don't forget, for all Memphis City fans out there, make sure you purchase your tickets. They're selling out like hotcakes quickly. And that is Championship Wrestling for Memphis. Makes they're having the first live event February the 14th. Make sure you purchase your tickets ASAP. And also, the, the description will be right below where you get the ticket information, the bio, you, you can click on the website, uh, and their social media platforms so you get more ticket information for you to purchase your tickets. Make sure you do that because you do not want to miss it. That's uh, uh you want to be part of history, make sure you be there for the city of Memphis because Dustin Starr is the one that's hosting the show. Make sure, and David Marquez as well. So shout out to United Wrestling Network. Shout out to Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and from Memphis and from Arizona. And also don't forget to tune in as well to our fellow uh, block, which is Catherine's Pro Wrestling. Make sure that you tune in on her website, which the description is right below as well. And you know, click, you know, subscribe to her blogs. She writes the best content for all pro for all women pro wrestling. She she covers everything of pro wrestling of you know of women's pro wrestling all over the world. So make sure you follow her as well on her Twitter. So let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move on now to pro wrestling news. Four signees that just signed uh, to WWE, and three of them are former alumni of United Wrestling Network, NWA. Well, one of them is NWA, both of them actually. Yeah, both of them. NWA, Championship Wrestling. So I'm going to go ahead and name them. And I'll name the last one, which Matt and I will discuss more details of others, other international star. But let's name the first three. Now, we do have Zoe Stark, formerly known as Lacey Ryan. Uh, she signed with NXT. And then Cora Jade, formerly known as Elana Black. You've seen her on AEW with the coffin coming out with the hand and flipping you off. That is her. Uh, she was, you know, play, you know, Christian Blake's girlfriend. And Gigi Dolan, formerly known as Priscilla Kelly. That's right. She has been on NWA. She has competed against Thunder Rosa, had incredible matches with Thunder Rosa. And also Lacey Ryan as well, competing in, in a championship wrestling from Hollywood, United Wrestling Network, had a phenomenal matches. I'm excited to see these three individual women, which they'll be competing in the Dustin Classic Tournament uh, coming up. We already saw the, the first one, the first two, you know, first round of it, but they'll be competing on it. So I'm looking forward to seeing these three individual women. Congratulations for signing to WWE, and uh, we, uh, we wish you the best. Wish you the best future in NXT, and you guys are going to knock it off the park. I'm looking forward to seeing Priscilla Kelly and Alana and Lacey to 
you know, knock it off the park. And then one more person that Matt and I will discuss, a Japanese wrestling star, a Yoshi, you know, women's pro wrestler who signed with WWE since February, but had to wait because of the COVID-19 uh, situations, you know, transitioning, moving from Japan to the, to the United States. And that is uh, Sarai. She, you know, she's a former two-time world champion of pro wrestling Diana. So, I mean, Mr. Steamboat, give the viewers and audience more details of this international star that WWE just picked up. It's like like when you get a new Joshi wrestler in WWE, that's kind of like, you know, that that's a Joshi wrestlers work very differently from some of the women in the US. Like, you know, they got that hard hitting strong style. I think it was another friend of mine who we've been trying to get on the show, my friend Joseph. He told me Joshi wrestlers hit really hard. Like like they made it's like, oh, cute little Japanese girl. Nah, her fist, her knees. You know, that's the real deal. Those forearms, that's stiff. You know, they're like little Minoru Suzuki babies right there. <laughs> like, as cute as they are, they're like they're like baby Minoru Suzuki's, like, like ready to tear you up. And, you know, I think the cool thing is she would generate a lot of interest. I think, you know, hopefully if WWE doesn't ruin her. Like, I know, I know for sure her NXT time, you know, knock on wood, you know. Knocking on wood. Knocking on wood, but I, I'd say her NXT time for sure is going to be really great. You know, oh yeah, Sarah, Sarah, her, her it's going to be, it's going to be. I don't know what name they're going to give her because like Oscar was Kanako or Kana, but like her name, like they changed it to Oscar. So I don't know if they're going to change her name before coming in or you know go with something different. I just hope it's not going to be like really out there. Like they pull another short EG. She's going to be like oh. short. <laughs> what her na her name's going to be like shorty, shorty, uh, shorty kitty or something. Like please no, don't like like either either a really cool name or n nothing stereotypical or you know let her keep her name. You know she's a very she's got a very unique like a unique look. You know. Like, like, kind of Kyrie saying, like, open the door for like the cutesy Japanese girls to like rock it and you know, high fly and do more like cool stuff. So, oh man, definitely. But I can tell you this, and right now, Paul Levesque has done a tremendous job of actually stacking up his women's division in NXT roster. I mean, you got four brand new women now, and these are. I mean, they're, they're already known stars, all of these four, especially you have, you know, especially from, you know, Sarai from Japan, but also these other three individuals here in the States. They're already known. I mean, from, you know, GCW, AW Dark, NWA. I mean, I could go on the list on and on and on, but these are, and even they wrestled in Shimmer as well. I mean, you know, so that's their, you know, Priscilla Kelly wrestled in Shimmer, and so mm -hmm. did Lacey Ryan. And so those are like two women that are, Familiar with Japanese Joshi strong, you know, Joshi pro wrestling strong style as well. They're familiar with, you know, the international. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing these four individuals fucking kill it. So I'm looking forward to seeing that definitely 100%. They got a they got a match of her in over here, a Sendai girls, Shihiro Hashimoto versus Sari, you know, for the Sendai girls title. So that's on YouTube if you guys want to watch that. I'll probably watch all of her YouTube matches and see like what I could find on Daily Motion of her. I'm probably gonna like marathon that tonight. Definitely, Mr. He Mr. Money Mike, yeah. go ahead. Just keep them away from Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> 
just please just keep them away from from her because like i'm praying for for Kyrie sane spine for the love of god yeah but you know what something tells me that sadie's gonna be the mystery partner for io shirai i have a feeling there we go that would be sick i mean yeah so let's uh, you know before i jump to nst but yes i think that's gonna be a, a faction right there between her and and Io Shirai, I'm pretty sure they are familiar with each other. They know each other. I'm pretty sure. And with Io Shirai and Oscar, will probably teach her the ropes, how the American style works. So, you know, this is new for her. So, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think, I mean, if Paula Vick was impressed, I mean, there's a reason why he got her. Yeah. There's a main reason why. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And so moving on with that WWE news. Also, let's move on with another WWE news. Uh, we are... According to Seltzer and other people, you know, <laughs> I can't say I can't. You know, I promise. No, it's right here. Yeah, according. Uh, according, yeah. Hall of Fame will be in the virtual world, which is no fans in attendance, just only all virtual. They're only doing the class of 2020 of last year's. It'll be They're Vince in doing... his pajamas in his room. <laughs> just like, ah, this is, this is who I think should be there. I don't care. And look at my painting of myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not quite sure how that, that's going to work out. You know, it is WrestleMania weekend, so we will see how the outcome of that. But um, I'm, but we're only going to have the 2020 class being available, not 2021. So they're delaying 2021. There's room in your windows that they might do that for Survivor Series adding 2021. So they can be ahead of schedule of the next inductees for 2022. Uh, but we're not quite sure that's confirmed yet. All we know is that's just a rumor in your window. So, Mr. Bunny Mike, do you feel that that's, you know, a great idea on their part for doing that? You know, with right now still going on with this global bastard situation as we speak? It kind of sucks because I would have wanted to see the NWO and Batista uh, get their moment, you know, Hall of Fame, the, these kind of things. It's not like you can repeat that. Although right. Batista's probably going to be in evolution uh, inducted down the line, you know, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it's, it's, it sucks that these moments are being taken away. But in that, uh, they're having WrestleMania, I'm guessing, I'm hearing, rumor and innuendo, guys, of uh, WrestleMania with fans. And I'm taking a look to see if I get myself in there. We'll see. Oh. Uh, but but uh, why not have it during night one of WrestleMania, you know? Or you know, or something, you know, work something out where you could have an actual live audience there. Um, but it is what it is. They're just going to go ahead and, and, and you know, honor them in a different way. I mean, it's fine, you know. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. What are, how are you feeling about that, Mr. Steamboat? They, they they could be you know it, I don't know why so so far we've just seen it with NXT like just that limited audience you know those just few people that you get tested and you bring them in you know it, they they you just need to pull a page out of AEW's book with what they've been doing with audiences or you know have a big drive-in WrestleMania that'd be another thing Mikey if you're going you're taking your car buddy <laughs> we'll be all you know we could all be in we could all squeeze into one car and we could make it a tailgate road hey, trip hey we could make it you know I think it will be better it would be better that way maybe we'll all 
WrestleMania tickets would be cheaper and the same price, and we'll just we could bring our own food. <laughs> I, you know what? You're right about the maybe there it could be cheaper the, the ticket prices if they decide to go ahead and actually do it. I'll make but, I'll make the food. How uh, we should I, I would tell you. Food. If we couldn't do it here, we, we were expecting it happening here in LA. Yeah, tailgate might as well. I, I would. Yeah, we got a lot of wide open space. You know? Oh yeah, I'll definitely take my vacation to go to WrestleMania. Circle the big go to WrestleMania. It might happen. You never know. Never. Backseat of the car with the pretzels and the cheese. <laughs> uh, but also, yes, how Mike mentioned he did. They they are planning to go ahead and do that with twenty five thousand people for night one and night two. But that still throws out of the question for Raw and SmackDown. We, that's, a, that's another one that is being on questionable. But the one thing they are planning to go ahead and do is doing night one and night two, 25,000 people for each both night? each night. Okay. So they don't want to do it for, uh, they don't want to do more than that. So they want a limited capacity. Uh, so they, they might just go ahead and move forward with that. If it goes through, yeah, you're going to have that much people. Uh, but the, which they're having in Tampa, which I think they are going to go back to that stadium uh, where they were Raymond supposed James. to, yeah, where they were supposed to originally have it the year before. So it looks like they might go move forward with that. As of, as we know right now, it's still up in the air. It's uh, out of 100 percent, it's like 70 percent almost there. We will not find out maybe until after Royal Rumble. That's when we will probably confirm that it definitely will happen. And if it does, then most likely it will be cheap price. It won't be an exaggerating price because they can't make money off it, honestly. If they, they try to like go ahead and do it how they do it in normal WrestleManias, I'm sorry, you're not, it's not going to happen, in my opinion. They have to at least cut, cut down the price at least like more than half because who's really going really gonna to go? These are people who want to take the precaution. So, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see how that works out. Um, but let's go ahead and move on, gentlemen, to NXT. 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 NXT was not a bad, bad show this past week. I enjoyed it very much. The whole from the beginning to what it, you know to the ending of it. I enjoyed it. Especially, you know, the opening match, which was one of the part of the Dusty Classics. We did see uh, Kushida and... Leon Ruff making an upset against Gargano and Austin Theory. That was a good match, to be honest. I loved it. I love the push they're giving Kushida and Leon. I'm glad they're getting the recognition that they're supposed to be getting. Um, especially Kushida, because we just signed, like, what? He signed about last year, right, Matt? About a year ago, he pretty signed. Uh, if he finally got that, you know, right, he's getting his recognition now, being on a hunt for the North American title. Which you could tell it might happen at takeover. It's and not just being Marty McFly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not being Marty McFly. So yes, exactly indeed. So I mean, I, I don't know, if, um, Mr. Steamboat, take us through that to that match and what do you see the future of Kushida going for that North American title? Where do you see this going with this storyline? I think Kushida would be a great North American champion. You know, I think it, it's always it always puts interest in mind because you know I didn't really see the whole Hideo Itami run when he was there in NXT. So well, Hideo Itami didn't definitely didn't carry the North American title, right? He never, you know, we didn't we've never had a, a Japanese wrestler carry that title before. So I think I think that'll be really cool just to have him kind of represent, you know, 
and and keep it interesting. I mean, we've seen what Nakamura's done with hit with the mid card titles and how fun and interesting and you know view. So I think Kushida's going to get some more eyes on the product as North American champion. I think so too. I I, I agree because well, Kushida. They should. They, I think this should have happened even with, with Nakamura, and it should have happened with Asuka in the first place mm-hmm. to get that you know international more look. How you said, it. I agree. They should. It should definitely should have gone towards that route since the beginning when those two main events at WrestleMania. I don't know why they never did it. They screwed up on that. Look at this. Now you lost. Your, you lost your. You lost the chance of building a relationship with New Japan. Get me? So now that's that's like oh great. You buried their their greatest guy. I think somebody even I think Cornette even said like like wasn't wasn't Nakamura supposed to be like the second coming? You know? <laughs> exactly. He was supposed to be. But I mean I'm I hoping mean, th- that they- this could be a reckoning. This would be a good reckoning. And of then course. and you know what? If if you know, WWE isn't at, as like strict about like weight divisions. Like, if you're a cruiserweight, you can never be world heavyweight champion. Like, they they're not about that anymore. No. I'm get so you know it was like it was like we could see you know Kushida possibly being the NXT world champion. I think he would do a good job as that in the near future, like 2023, 2022. You know, I wouldn't be. I'd be down with that. I'd I'd be hype over it. I'd be nuts. Oh yeah, definitely. I would be nuts too. Money Mike, your thoughts about that match? Uh, unfortunately, I didn't catch this match, but mm. you know, it's it's it just. I want to say that I have, you know, the utmost faith uh, that they're gonna do the best with the with this talent, but you know, their record is not uh, the best, as we've as you guys mentioned right now. Uh, and, and, you know, kind of mentioning the whole Nakamura and Asuka thing, at least one or the other should have won the title at WrestleMania. You know, one or the other. I won't but... say, I won't shut up about it. I'm going to be like, that was the biggest travesty that, like, that was like the first nail in the coffin for WWE. At, like, I guess after Sting. <laughs> like, mm. you guys screwed up Sting and you messed up with Japanese wrestling? No, no. <laughs> like, those are my those are my favorite things. So <laughs> I agree. I agree. So let's move on with that. Let's, um, so they advanced to, to the uh, Dusty Classic Tournament in the second you know, quarterfinals. And now we see then Karrion Cross. Man, just that entrance, my God. It just like gives me goosebumps. I'm sorry. When it just that entrance is like, oh, man, he's like the Thanos of NXT, man. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck what it is, but this guy's like Thanos of NXT. Defeating Adonis like so quick, like in an instant, like. Now he's busting that Luger move, you know, with the well, this not he's not, he's not going with the forearm. I mean, he's going with this forearm right here. But I mean, I liked it. I mean, it was, I liked it. It was very aggressive, like aggressive. I mean, like I love it. So I enjoyed that part of carrying cross. I mean, yeah, he's taking. I'm glad they're taking their time, not rushing him for the belt yet. I think, like how we said it in the previous episode, which is archived, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did say that. So many a weekend, maybe like uh, that takeover weekend, have him win the belt back. Whoever is could be Finn, could be Pete Dunn or Kyle O'Reilly, could be one of them who could probably be the next. I'm not saying that Finn will probably hold it for a while. I mean, he's holding it, but he might lose it before that WrestleMania takeover, in my opinion. That's how I feel. But yes, Karrion Cross, I think that's what be his 
uh, his moment to shine again. This time he will be not injured, hopefully not, knock on wood for him. And we'll have a long extended championship ring and for NXT. Do you agree with that money, Mike? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, good things happen to those who wait. And I we're waiting for Karrion Cross to regain his NXT title so that, you know, once he gets it, it's like, yes, you know, uh, he's a, I mean, we can say he's a former NXT champion. He already has a, a one reign uh, for it, however as short as it was, uh, you know, he's already got that under his belt. And another, another shot at it, I'm pretty sure he's going to win that. Uh, there's nobody that I like to see more than Karrion Cross in NXT right now. On the on the men's side, and I see big big things for him, and I actually can't wait. I know it's down the line for him to go to the main roster. I want to see that mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. I gotta, so, do you agree I, with that? So I gotta say, carrying cross, carried across, brush than floss, and a win that cannot be glossed. If you can be the boss, <laughs> <laughs> the rhymes. Uh, the rhymes were gonna come through sooner or later. You know me. I I figured there you go. Walk with Elias, you walk <laughs> with Matthew Elias Steamboat. <laughs> walk with him, ladies and gentlemen, because he will rhyme you out. Like there's we can't like carry like to the any, cross. Like anybody else that will give you a shout out, he's the one that will write it out. Car- carrying cross, carried across. Like, you know. Brush than floss, win that cannot be glossed. You know you're. And when boss. he wins the, and when he wins, he's gonna floss. He's gonna floss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> don't tell. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> it's not lost when it's carried across, carrying cross. <laughs> there, there you go. And then also we did see uh, Lucha House Party defeating Imperium. That was a shocker. Imperium actually losing in the tournament and now the Lucha House Party advancing, which they'll be facing uh, El Legado de Fantasma in the quarterfinals. So we'll see how that one go, turns out to be. Um, not, I was surprised, but I hope the Imperium goes back to UK. It looks like they are because Alexander Wolf came out right after and, you know, doing the pose. And then that looks like they might go back to the NXT UK because the way how it looks like UK is opening up. And that's another thing I wanted to go ahead and mention, ladies and gentlemen. I know we really don't, we do not cover NXT UK, but I will do the best that we can. It's just a lot of professional wrestling content that we have to cover. It's and a lot, a good thing. and and that's the most beautiful thing ever. You know, we do cover New Japan. We do cover a lot of independent promotions that we are infatuated with that we want to succeed. I mean, I'm not saying that in UK is not, but of course we want to cover that as well. We'll do the best that we can to cover that. But I tell you one thing: um, I will not sleep on uh, on the NXT UK at all. They're they having they've been by far having tremendous matches, top notch. Could be pay per view matches on a on a weekly basis on a weekly TV show, so on a network. So I, I, I give it all to all the roster of NXT UK doing a phenomenal work, and we'll, we'll do the best that we can to cover that. Uh, definitely that, but now move on. I want to move on with uh, the women's now. <laughs> we all right, so this is uh, why am I laughing? Is for a reason because 
we did see the first round. We did see Caden Carter, we see Kate Carciano defeating Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. This is when Io Shirai came in and interrupted, caused the match for them. And this is when we saw Katie go ahead and do the I don't know what she did in the air. <laughs> uh, I I'm like she's trying to. I'm like I can't say she. I mean she was an American. Inspired wife. by. Inspired. Thank you. Thank you for correct for using the right term and <laughs> inspired by Ricochet because that's you know they're dating. Um, wow. I don't mean shit. <laughs> Money Mike, what happened there? I I, I um yeah. What kind of a finisher was that? Talk to me about that. I mean, I can't, I, I can't come up with a name for that, but uh, <laughs> I like it. I like more. Give me more athleticism. Let them, let them go. Let them try things out. You know, um, it was cool. It was cool to see something like that. And and I'm sure Ricochet had a a a, a, a word in this, or, or maybe he showed her a few things here and there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I heard, I forget where I heard this, but one of the divas from the, I think it was Lita that said that they were told not to do certain moves back in the day because it was not how they wanted the, the divas, uh, to wrestle fast forward to today, nowadays, where something, uh, now they can take risks. Now they can, you know, actually try new things like this i'm all for it i want to see more give me more give me more <laughs> oh my god no pun intended to right back which i don't want to get into that because he was, <laughs> no i mean he was talking shit about mark henry that's a no-no buddy don't yeah. he can he could enjoy his spicy noodles challenge <laughs> on he, could, YouTube. He, he could enjoy his whatever challenges he wanted he could look buff as hell but he disrespected Mark Henry, and I, I'm with Mark Henry. What he's, you know, now. Sorry, right back. I mean, you kind of disrespected a Hall of Famer there, bro. And then he was the world's strongest man, literally. You didn't compete in none of those. Yeah, yeah. You have no say on what he you said about Mark Henry. If people don't know what I'm talking about, you'll find it on social media. You'll know. I really like go details of it because that was, that was a. Don't want to talk about that. But yeah, Mr. Steamboat, what do you feel about that uh, women's first round seeing Caddy busting? Um, I don't know if she's busting the 630, gonna, I'll give it a name. 520. Like the, they get, she could come with a cool name like a dive bomber or the 810 or something, name it after a fighter plane. Those are always really cool names. You know, I could probably, I'm good at coming up with names of songs. Maybe WWE should send me some checks to come up with names for moves, you know? <laughs> Just, 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 and uh, Vince, if you're listening, that's about like 700 bucks a name. You know, I'll give you like 20 names for like 40,000 bucks. Yeah, that should be no skin off your back. That's like chump change for you. <laughs> right? Exactly. But that, I was amazed. I was like, whoa. I, I don't know if she wanted to land her on her stomach. Uh, like, you know, like a slam, like her landing on her stomach. But I, it looked like, Whoo, I was kind of scared for her a little bit. I was kind of scared even for Tony, like, taking it. I was like, shit. It looked like I hope she didn't break her arm or anything because, you know, landing on the forearm is not pretty. You know, even though you're covering yourself, but no, you want to be careful. I know she's a lightweight, but it doesn't matter if you're, like, light, but it, the impact itself coming from 
top of the rope landing, yes, it can be very impactful. You know, we'll break a bone. Good thing that nothing happened. So I'm looking forward to seeing those two women. Now they're getting their shot and getting more TV, you know, more of, of a push for them, especially, you know, Caden Carter and Caddy Carter. They paid their dues in NXT, so it's about time for them to get some recognition finally. So kudos to them for winning that one. And this is why I say that Sarayigo joined Martinez, I mean, Io Shirai versus Martinez and Tony Storm. Don't be surprised she makes her debut on, on NXT TakeOver February 14, Matt. Don't mm -hmm. be surprised she does. Let's say Yoshirai, oh, I got my partner. Boom, she comes out. And there you go. And that she could freaking be it. chops people's heads off with a guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I sent you guys, so I sent you guys a couple of Sarai's matches to the chat. You know, she she faced this one big girl, and and the, people liked that match so much they even recreated it in a, in did one of those video game fan matches thingies of it too. So, you know, I'm gonna we got we got some Sada E matches to watch. Oh man, I oh yeah, Mike and I we have to watch it because I'm not familiar with it too much, but I'm doing the best that I can to be familiar with it. Yes, indeed. but yes, and then let's move on now with our other uh, SoCal alumni, and that is uh, Tyler Rust. You know, which is known as Russ Taylor here. Well, it was in New Japan and not the rest of the network. Facing Bronson Reed, that was a good match. I'm glad he's getting his exposure as well. He's a very talented person, even though he lost the match. But he's very talented. I'm looking forward for his future. He, I, yeah, he's going to be a, a great heel. I mean, he was a heel with the, you know, you know, with Team Filthy in New Japan, Strong Style. So I'm looking forward to that. I cannot wait. And. Um, Let's, and then also, now let's move to the main event, the fight pit between Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. I am. Do I say it's better than part one? No. Part one was the best one. Matt Riddle and him did a killer compared to this one. I'm, I'm saying this right now. But I love the fact how the... Just the the storytelling in the ring was told, especially with Champa, like how it was told. I enjoyed every minute of it, and of course, the winner of that one was Timothy Thatcher, who's two and zero, oh, dos cero in the fight pit. Money, Mike, your thoughts about that match? I like, and I said this about the other one too. I like. See, I like this pit. I like this, you know, structure because it's not Hell in a Cell. It's not the regular steel cage. It's not the Punjabi prison. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not the Elimination Chamber. So we're getting something different that is exclusive to NXT, right? Something we haven't seen. It's not like War Games that was brought over. Say it, uh, man. Say it. War Games. War Games. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Um, you know, it, it's something completely different. It's new, uh, and I and the Thatcher again delivers. You know, um, I, I I'm starting to get more into him as a, as a performer, right? Champa and him, they definitely delivered a worthy main event. And honestly, I haven't no. So, Trying not to discredit the NXT roster because I, I guess I'm a little biased to uh, AEW a little bit, um, but 
I'm giving credit where credit is due. These guys just knocked that out of the park. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I from start to finish, and I, I look forward to seeing more of these matches. You know. Oh man, I mean the fight pit. I mean, doesn't remind the fight pit reminds you of the Lions Den, but obviously it's not. Uh, it's similar. Obviously, the cage style is different. There's still a right. ring there, right? No, as a matter, as a matter of no, is there's no ropes in that. There's only mm. a cage. It's only mm. a cage. There's no ropes. It's only like a mat. But you're able to fight on the top. Like it's almost like similar to Lions Den. So I feel like they kind of like. Uh, you know, tweaked it and made it like a square, like a like you know, like a ring like style. Ring. Yeah. yeah, like a ring style fight from the top. Because remind you that in lines that you were able to fight on the top too, so you can fight on the top, go to the bottom. Uh, I love it, I, and it fits perfectly with with Timothy Thatcher's you know character, and it fits mm. him one hundred percent. Like that's his, that's his style, that's his ring. Like Taker has Hell in a Cell, Thatcher has the fight pit. You want you want fight me? Five feet, I fight a pipe pit. All right, boom, you can have it. My, why not? Let Timothy Thatcher have it. That's his playground. Do not give it to anybody else. That's what I'm going to do. Let, if Thatcher's going to be wrestling, if he, if you want him to main event, have him own that stipulation. No, no one else should own that. Do you agree or disagree? I agree, but. I don't think that that's going to be the case. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, obviously, but I really think that they're going to give this to somebody else. What do you think they should give it to? To the women's? I, I, I don't want to mind the women's. Hey, hey. Woof. Why not, right? Oh, my God. We can see Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley in this one. That's what they should have done. Yeah, Rhea Ooh. Ripley. She'll, she'll bring it out. She'll bring out the the make it old school. Bring, bring out the MMA stops. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, combat sports, baby. Like the the play, the two worlds fusing together. Mm -hmm. I love it so far. They're doing it though, but the one thing that the one that is kind of doing it that way is the one that uh, I'm infatuated with, and Money Mike is infatuated with is we'll Ring of Honor. It's like we're gonna have that pure rules. You know, like you only have three rope breaks, and after that. No more, no mass, you know. Like you have a time limit, and then that time limit is over. You get, you get scored by the judge's decision. I think WWE should definitely try that out. Who cares if you're sitting in for Ring of Honor? Everybody's sitting in each other's moves, anyways. Everybody's been yeah. doing it as of late. You saw Ricochet, which will jump into WWE, on um, which we want to. I want to talk about. You know, we'll talk about SmackDown first before uh, Raw. But you saw how Ricochet. Ricochet did that, you know, flip German suplex on AJ Styles, courtesy from Cameron Grimes, you know, formerly known as Trevor Lee. You know, he that, he put it on Twitter, like, oh, yeah, sorry, Trevor. Like, hey, bam, bam, you know, like, why not? The hell with it. It's a damn free country. Shit. <laughs> I mean, the hell with it. Just might as well do it. Have, you know, they, they should do something like that. If I were WWE, if I was even NXT, I would literally bring a mid-card title to that women's division for sure. That women's NXT roster deserves a mid-card title. If you're not bringing the NXT, if you're not bringing the women's tag team belts to NXT, bring a damn freaking, bring a mid-card title that should only belong to NXT. Why not? 
make it a diamond championship, make it a or make it a women's television championship. Oh, women's television championship. Why not? I mean, we did discuss about you know EC, you know, about best world to world TV champs. Why not? A, we haven't had a television champion, a championship in WWE. We already have the United States. We had a cruiserweight. Why not a television? Money Mike, what do you think? Does it sound like a good, good, bad? What do you, what do you think? Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like money. Absolutely. Uh, the, the women need something to fight for. Not everybody can fight for the world title, right? So. Too shame. Yeah. What do you think, Mr. Big Booty Daddy? <laughs> is that a yes or is that a yes or no? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll agree with Money Mike here. They all do. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So let's jump to Raw now. Raw. The only thing about I mean, I'm sorry, SmackDown. Let's go to SmackDown first. I will apologize, ladies and gentlemen. SmackDown. I love SmackDown. I just can't say it right now. For two hours, it's the best content that I can. That's all I need. I don't need three hours of bullshit. I need two <laughs> hours of great shit. You know, I don't need to take a, a chorro or like none of that. I need I need some I need to take a great shit. And this was two two hours of great shit. And I love it. I love it all the way. I mean Nakamura. Going back to Babyface, got his old theme song back. Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. Right now is the perfect time for the Nakamura World Championship run. Like, like if you're up against AEW, this is probably like the best. I mean, you have like AEW has Kenny Omega, WWE is Nakamura. Why don't you use the best guy, the other greatest guy from New Japan? You know. Definitely, uh, 100%. But now Cesaro, though. Daniel Bryan put over Cesaro, man. That's another thing. I love Daniel. This, that's what Daniel Bryan is like. <sighs> he's a hero to me because of that reason. You know, he's not afraid of putting people over. He's not afraid of putting talent over. He's not He's not selfish. He's willing to go ahead and share the wealth and let the people know that this individual is a star and needs to be exposed. And I love it that he's doing that. Money Mike, the floor is yours for SmackDown. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So uh, I kind of had, I think it was last week or the week before that, predicted that Nakamura would challenge Reigns for the title at WrestleMania. Unfortunately, I think, or unfortunately, we're not going to see the Adam Pierce Roman Reigns match. At, uh, at Royal Rumble. I actually kind of wanted to see that, to be honest. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get um, Owens getting his fifth title shot, I think. The last count. So, nothing against Owens, but it, he already lost. Twice. Over, back of the line, you know? Um, so, you know, let Adam Pierce get in there for once or whatever. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think that Nakamura is the guy. I think Nakamura is going to be the guy that's going to uh, challenge Reigns and maybe even defeat Reigns. Imagine that, you know. Uh, but will will it be because he wins the Royal Rumble? 
or because he leads up to it we'll see um but yeah i feel like that's where they're gonna go as far as cesaro this is way long overdue my goodness i always remember wrestlemania 30 when he won the andre the giant battle royal oh my god yes that was amazing that was his moment wrestlemania moment and was even on the main card that was his moment and what did they do with it nothing for whatever reason for whatever reason i don't know i i I, i'm incapable this is the greatest controversial varying not giving a fuck i could the list go on Oh, there's uh, I, uh, all the wrestlers should, who just suddenly disappear. Just should like, I bring my, should I bring back my list? Oh, to let people know just how many people this man has passed up on. Good mm, wrestlers, good talent. Very true. Um, I will say <laughs> that I will say that um, <laughs> Cesaro is very much capable of carrying. The title, the world title, I would, mm-hmm. I would definitely say so, and same can be set up for Nakamura. They have great talent here, and it sucks, it's awful that it has to come to this where they're losing ratings, and that that's the reason why they're giving them a shot. It sucks that it has to, that that has to happen, you know, for that to have, to go down, but. But, but it's crazy that SmackDown is getting more ratings than Raw. I mean, with the, you made a valid point already. You're already saying it right now. But you see, I mean, SmackDown is getting more ratings of it because of that, of these great matches that we're getting. We're not getting just entertainment. We're getting entertainment within the ring as well from the, all these individuals. And people that were like, oh, my God, finally. You know, oh, my God. You know, and then not only that, people record it, DVR nowadays. You know, they record it. They go back to it. They that's yeah. They go back to it and watch it. I'm like, oh, people here on social media. Oh, this match was great. Oh, really? I gotta go back. I gotta go see it. Boom! People go back to it. Smackdown is up there. Go to Raw, record a DVR. I'll delete that shit. It's <laughs> like you watch. it's like you're watching. You're watching Raw. Change the channel, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Simpson. Homer. Yeah, that you know that. This Homer. Yeah, that's pretty right. much. That's like that's like you at the front row. Yeah, that's you, you know, but yeah, I'll, Cesaro, you know, he does he does the sharpshooter from time to time, right? Like, I don't know how often he does it. I know I've seen him use it. A well, few you know, times. he does it courtesy, courtesy, you know, for the Hart family, courtesy of, you know, TJ Wilson, Tyson Kidd. You know, that was his tag team partner, you know, when he first started in WWE. That was like his first tag team partner, the first tag team champion they went together. You know, before, you know, Sheamus, before, um, you know, Nakamura, and, you know. So, definitely he's dedicating that match to him. Every uh, time. You know, that reminds me of uh, in AEW when they called Jericho a, a tag team slut. <laughs> I don't know why that reminded me. Did everybody start chanting slut or no? Yeah. They brought that chant uh, back. <laughs> Sorry, Cesaro, but that just came to mind. Right, <laughs> but Cesaro, sharpshooter. man, sharpshooter. Yep. Um, SmackDown is right now by far the greatest product as of right now in the main roster. Mm. Raw, unfortunately, is still the shits. The only thing that is really great is Randy Orton. Regard, believe it or not, 
this past Monday, you know, we did see the whole Alexa Bliss blowing up in his face with the fireball. Randy Orton cutting a eerie promo. Like an eerie promo, just go ahead and like wow. You know, the eerie Indiana. Remember like, eerie he's wearing, Indiana. He's wearing a mask and cutting a promo. Him participating in a rumble and everything else. I loved it. Randy Orton has not missed a step at all. So kudos to him that he still has it. I'm glad that he's able to go ahead and pull off eerie fucking promos. And this is where we're going to debate. Go ahead, sir. I disagree. I disagree. Bill Clinton I, thumb. The Bill Clinton thumb. <laughs> Bill Clinton thumb. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry, but the, the mask looks silly. Uh, the promo kind of sounded silly to me. It's hard for me to get into a, a Randy Orton storyline. I don't mm. know. Maybe it's because of pa the past or I've seen him in too many things. Uh, switcheroos and stuff like that. Um, Was it 12 rounds? It's just right. Um, yeah, I'm, I find myself not interested in Randy Orton. Talented, I, absolutely, but mm -hmm. and, you know the stories, whatever. Well, of course, but I mean the promo style. Who really? Okay, name me someone in Raw that has done better than him on promos. No one has. No, name me someone on Raw because. No one Alexa really Bliss. has in recent times. In, in well, okay. That's so nice. Just ask me what you'd like me to do. What is that, Alexa? And Ale oh, Alexa. <laughs> there you go. That was Alexa. Oh, guess <laughs> we got a different. We got a different. The other Alexas even like what? Ale Alexa Bliss. There you go. But yes, I mean, okay, Bliss. I get your point, but I'm talking about the men's. Who's done anything? Who's done it? Who has? I I enjoy the, the watching uh, Bray Wyatt talk and the no. Fiend. Well, the Fiend doesn't talk, but mm -hmm. you yeah. know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, the Fiend. It's but always the else? the juxtapose, you know, the opposites. That's always I hate a to say psychological it, like, thing. Drew is not cutting it on his promos as of yet. Um, Miz is boring. Like I'm already bored of him. I'm extremely bored. It's just too many times. It's just like a repeat. It's like going back to 2010 or something and shit. I'm tired of seeing that. But Randy Orton, yeah, I get your point. It's uh, kind of like same similar promos he's done with other storylines he had prior before. But he, the man still got it, though. He's able to put it off. I know with the mask thing, it looks ridiculous. He's trying to, they, you know, they try to make it as sarcastic as possible. But I, would you rather prefer a mask? Or prefer a band-aid that, that looks like it's all burned, like all crispy, like, you know, like bloodied up, or what you prefer, or, or the mask. What makes more realistic to you? A big-ass band-aid, like, you burned me. Or a mask, so like, okay, you burned my whole face, but I can't show my face because I'm ashamed of it. What is he, Kane? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Next we're going to see his brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cat hey Orton Jr. Shake him back. Didn't I, didn't I tell you guys this before I met Randy Orton's aunt in Vegas? At like I was at the roulette tables. Maybe she might show up. She's gonna bring the roulette table and just smash it over. <laughs> you did say that on the archives, and gentlemen, make sure you yeah archives. He has said it before. Yeah, but Randy I Orton's mean, aunt's gonna show up. That's the only thing great, and the only thing that really surprised me too on Raw 
was Bliss, her character change. I'm liking that too. That's one thing that I do like. I approve. I approve courtesy of Money Mike Lopez right here. That's right. Thumbs up. I approve that because I like that they're pushing her that way, making her like like indestructible. Like shit, like oh you you switch them like hey, hey, and you switch it. And you know, and then Oscar too, like she's supposed to be the baddest woman on the planet. Uh no pun intended to Ronda Rousey, but I'm just saying, like, well, she's a Raw Women's Champion. But she lost very quick to Alexa Bliss when she switched to the Fiend style. And it went back to, hey, after she won. Talk to me, Money Mike. What do you, how do you, do you approve of that? I'm pretty sure you approve of it, so preach it. Uh, first of all, the baddest woman on the planet is Amanda Nunez. That's another topic, bro. That's another. That's topic. another list. That's another <laughs> list, bro. For a um, buddy who ain't here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Alexa Bliss. Uh, I kind of got tired of seeing her with um, Nikki the Cross. Scottish girl, Nikki Cross. Yeah, I think I feel like that was kind of like meh. But this is 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 opening up a whole new. A whole new world uh or possibilities uh for her character or characters right she's got the double-sided thing going on uh which is cool she gets to explore both sides uh and it's and, and she's great she knows how to she knows how to do it right um i want i honestly i think if if they're trying to get her to to face oscar before wrestlemania don't Wait for WrestleMania. That that's the match right there. Not Charlotte, not Shayna Baszler. No, Alexa Bliss needs to challenge Oscar for the title at WrestleMania. That's that's it right there. That's the match. Mm, okay. All right. What do you think, Mister Steamboat? I guess the that Alexa Bliss versus Oscar would be pretty cool. It'll be it'll be a little bit you know. And maybe she could bring out that 450, you know, like we talked about in the past. Uh, that's right. Yeah, you're right about that. You don't think I've, uh, we did not forget. Let's, she could pull that out and that'll be your, our WrestleMania moment. You know, nothing is over. Nothing is over. You got to say it. Nothing is over. Nothing. There you go. <laughs> you got to watch the end of, of Rambo First Blood. <laughs> I, I agree. Imagine if Alexa does go to WrestleMania and does face Oscar, and it does a 450 to win the belt that way. There you go. I will be happy because it'll be the first time we'll see Oscar. I mean, Bless doing that. So why not? Yeah, that would be the perfect time to do it. I mean, it's just like when Brock did the shooting star, except he won't botch. She won't botch it. And uh, she won't botch. She used to be yeah. a gymnastic. She'd be a cheerleader, so she knows her stuff. I don't think yeah, she, she got won't magic. Botch her. She got magic with the fiend, you know. Yowie, wowie! So yeah, she there you does. Go. <laughs> but that's so far the best thing on Raw that I could say. Everything. Else, oh wait, I oh, do wait. forgot one. AJ Styles and Ricochet. Uh, of course, you never get when you see an AJ and Ricochet match, you will never be disappointed, ladies and gentlemen, ever in your life. Remind you about that one thing. You forget one, Japan. Another thing, though. Yes. The legendary uh, Ric Flair and. Lacey Evans storyline, right? Okay, now um, you're making me like <laughs> that. That I don't doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. 
That that never that happened. Most... What, are, what are you talking about, Mike? I, the, the... Okay, the wanna... player's retired. He didn't show All up. All right, <laughs> let's bury the Furman right now. That is the most okay. We said it before in the last episode. Stop bringing these, you know, all pun intended to Ric Flair. I know, and I'm saying the truth though, because you are one, you're at, you're at your age that you're very, very fragile and very easily to be exposed. Stay your ass home. You don't mm. need to be a part of these storylines. Leave your daughter alone. And why does it have to be when she comes back, he gets involved? Why? We've seen this for how many years now, Mike? How many years, Matt? Has this been going on that we've seen Flair being involved with Charlotte Flair? Why? Sorry. That needs to, like, be erased. Was it's, done, it's, was the done. funny thing, I looked up I looked up a video of the first wrestling match ever, like 1912, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is when Flair debuted. <laughs> Somebody left in the comments. <laughs> but yeah, what we were saying about Ricochet and, and AJ Styles earlier, it was like Ricochet is a former, you know, earlier I had the Dragon Gate, Ricochet, former Dragon Gate champion. And, you know, we got a for, former IWGP champion just so them working the magic. So, I yeah, love but it. Rick. Rick Flair, you know, I um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure like, like Rick Flair is going to be like a Android zombie. And he'll still, <laughs> it'll be like Ric oh Flair and the Rock's daughter, in like with the and the Rock's the Rock's daughter is gonna be like fifty, and Ric Flair's gonna be like two hundred years old and half and half like a half robot. Oh my God. Some being a manager like Futurama. Futurama. instead of instead of woo, it's gonna be like a it's gonna whoa. be like whoa whoa it's gonna be like a yeah it'll be like a horn attached to him, you know, <laughs> robotic. Or he'll just be like a head in a jar. I just hope, I mean, Jesus. I mean, like I said, when it comes to Ric Flair, that needs to be dropped immediately. Like, all right. Because right, we're seeing Charlotte being buried already. I mean, I get it. She's helping other women to push, like, in the division of Raw. Not hating on that. Great job. Great. But when it comes to this storyline, ah, oh, Jesus. Give me something else. This is this is not working for her. It looks bad for her. Even her matches she had look horrible. I didn't enjoy this match. And Charlotte barely has any bad matches. I mean, Mike will tell you that. Mm. I mean, shit. Yeah. Um, I like. I like that Lacey Evans is getting some time. I feel she's. I feel she's one of the more talented ones in the roster, uh, on the Raw side, and. You know, she's getting a bit of more TV time. She's getting opportunity. She got pins over Flair now, right? Cool. However, there's more negatives to this than positives, in my opinion. For example, Mandy and Otis, um, Aaliyah and Murphy, Lana and Lashley, and countless of other couples that I'm sure I'm forgetting that, oh, it's shocking, or they did put them together for the rating uh and ultimately it goes nowhere i'm sure uh, i'm sure many people will not know well how did the Aaliyah and murphy storyline finish who knows vince really wants it to be like days of our lives like that's the one of, oh <laughs> that's God. one of the things he compared it to it was like yep 
It'll be just all like these, that. All these pointless couples that it it just does nothing. Also, Lacey Evans is married. You know, her husband and daughter have come out on TV. So, you know, it's like oh, a bit, it's, it's, uh, Rick Flair's married, but <laughs> Rick Flair's married. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah, don't but, I mean it's the nature boy, so I guess it's expected. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Um, a know. longest, oldest ride, longest line. Am I right? That's right. <laughs> Space Mountain. Yeah, that's right. It's pointless. That's my line. Jerito. I just hope AEW doesn't start something like this. Yeah. I, I hope not either. I'm with you 100%. But if also you notice that abroad, they're trying to break up a lot of people. Like you see the Naya and Shayna, you see the Hurt business with Cedric and Shelton. That's a bad idea, right there. Like, oh hell yeah, that's a bad idea. Do not do that. Do not. Whoever's involved in that creative writing, Brucey, Brucey, tell Papa Vinny do not break up the Hurt business. That's the, one of the hottest teams factions that you have, because at WrestleMania it's gonna be the circle debate challenging the Hurt business. And uh eight man tag team match. That's what's gonna happen. This is good. Business will be good for that. Hey, um, I know this probably wasn't a listed subject, but are are we gonna touch on Virgil? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I could show that picture in the background. (laughs) Uh, I don't don't think you want to show that picture in the background. (laughs) You don't know what you're talking about. You don't. You don't want to (laughs) know. Don't want to know. I'll take, I'll take your word. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey Mike, you know what? If you do want to know, you're probably. If you do, the no, air. no, Mike, if you do want to know, you're nuts. <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> That's just okay. a clue. That's just a clue. Bro. But I think you might have a ball. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. It, it, but, okay. But yes. We saw that on Raw. I'm hoping that does not happen in the case that they break up the Hurt Business. No, they do not. I hope they squash that beef quickly and just makes them more stronger. And Yeah, more... squash the beef, make some hamburgers. Courtesy of right here, Mr. Slapjack from Retribution. <laughs> cooking some tea cooking. T-bone bar- and... T-bone and what else? <laughs> Team boat, T bone steaks, slap, uh, slap nuts, <laughs> right, in the, right, in the, right here in the one on one freeway, and just <laughs> cooking some steaks and some and some ground beef courtesy on the side of the freeway, just on the side of the freeway, gravel asphalt all up in your food, and then that's what you know that he this fool is gonna start rhyming, take you <laughs> <No>. to school, <laughs> just for you to be the next tool. Damn, yeah, wow. Wow. loving basketball. The and one mixtapes, you know. But yes, Mr. Hero, uh, Mr. Hero, excuse me, I'm sorry, that name is gone. Where is he? He, He's gonna have to come back soon to save us from retribution. But yes, Money Mike. So we did, I you know, mention about all these breakups that are going on. It's funny how Matt mentioned that Minsk Man is portraying our you know in general our lives you know makeup breakup all feuds all this uh days of our lives yeah that days that. of our lives i mean this is what you saw in raw right i mean you're hoping that it doesn't happen with her business they don't break them up right it could and it might happen it, i hope not but you see, we don't make wrestling. We make movies. No, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> we make entertainment. Ah! 
Go ahead, go on. No, it's just, um, it sucks that, I don't know, when they have something good going on, they just, for whatever reason, break it. But uh, WWE, I just, uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. I, you know, I hope that they turn it around and um, I hope they improve their product. So that, that's really all. That's all we want, WWE. We, we, we say this because we care. Very true. We care about what happens over there. Yes. And we stay... Don't you dare. And we don't, stay out of your hair. Don't you dare, because I'm going to go over there and make you swear. Get in your hair. Get in Vince's hair. Man, what has Circle Debate turned to? My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, it, this is a circle debate. Um, my goodness, no hood. Talent night, open mic night. Open <laughs> mic night. <laughs> Bars. Scars. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And, and speaking of speaking of ours, we haven't even seen Lars. <laughs> Sullivan. <laughs> Lars Sullivan. Sullivan. We haven't even seen him. Another one is being buried. But yeah, but see how Money Mike said it and Matt said it very, very clearly. We're not bashing them to be, we're caring. It's just that us as fans and you guys agree. And I hope you guys agree with us. But if you guys don't, you can comment right below and let us know your opinions. WWE as of right now, the product is not looking great, especially in Rob. They can tell it and fix that shit up. They need to do a lot of things as of right now. We said it prior before. It is unfortunate that Drew McIntyre came in a bad time being the champion in this era with this pandemic and with these feuds because if, they, if there were fans like us, us fans being there, he could have better feuds. But unfortunately, he doesn't. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. This is the part two ending of episode 38. We appreciate you guys very much for tuning in. And also don't forget to subscribe to our channel right at the end of this video, as well as you saw the video part one. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Also want to go ahead and thank once again, Kofi Wiesen for joining us on these two part episode. That's right, don't forget to check out Dirty Heels Podcast. They give the people what they want, ladies and gentlemen. Give them what they want. They give them what they want, you know, and we do the best we can as well to give you guys what you want as well. Give you the most pro wrestling coverage as much as we can cover any promotion as possible, even for the independent circuit and everything else. So don't forget also to our audio platform listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in on our Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casters. Thank you so much. And also don't not forget as well that this Saturday we will be having, which is tomorrow, tomorrow, Saturday, gentlemen, don't forget to tune in for Saturday. We'll be having our interview with one of the hosts of Jofo in the Ring podcast. He's also uh, a three-time, along his uh, GNW uh, world champion. That is uh, Jeremy Prophet. So make sure you do tune into that interview that we have for him uh, coming out tomorrow. And also don't forget, Sunday we will have our top five, which will be top five worst matches. So I'm looking forward to see, go ahead and discuss about that, about, you know, our top five worst matches. And also, don't not forget, as well, we will have 
I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of MMA of Circle Debate. Mm -hmm. We will we will come back and it will be it will be this Tuesday episode two of that as we're going to discuss the results of the Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier two. As Matt and I will be moderating and obviously we'll be asking the questions. To even though Money Mike couldn't make it on the first episode, but he will be on the second episode and giving his two cents of this, you know, upcoming fight that's going to happen within the next 24 hours. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Step well. in the cage with us. Ooh. There we uh, go. I'm waiting for you to rhyme on that one. <laughs> it's a plus, you know? It's a plus if you step in the cage with us. And I know that's something that you trust. <laughs> there you go. Because... And you'll speak without rust. Wow. Because what money, money, Mike Lopez is a must. That's why. Mm -hmm. Ah, there you go. So don't forget to tune in on that coming up Tuesday of episode two of MMA of Circle Debate. And also we have a lot of coming more next week. Is the oh go away home for Royal Rumble, which we'll discuss. Um, you know our predictions again for the Royal. We'll recap that, and also we'll discuss about. You know, next week's Dynamite, NXT, and more pro wrestling news. Most pro wrestling content we can provide to each other. So, once again, we thank you for tuning in for episode 38 of here of Circle of Debate Podcast. So, once again, I'm the devious one, Ivan C, and alongside with the Walk with Elias, Matthew, Steamboat, Carbonation, Cabron, Big Bad Booty Daddy, Big Bad Booty Daddy. <laughs> And also, the man with the plan, the King That's of Sting, right. that is Money Mike Lopez. The King of Sting, guys. master of bling bling. That's right. Oh my God. Say to you guys, au revoir. Good day. Because remember, you're seeing this in the morning. It's not at nighttime. You're seeing this in the morning. Okay? You're seeing it in la mañana. Saying good day to you guys and good afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Enjoy SmackDown. And we'll see you guys. Tomorrow with Jimmy Prophet and Sunday top five worst matches. See you guys soon. Thank you very much for tuning in. <laughs>